Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. I'm Shay Cornett. He's Jordan Cornett filling in for the next couple of days. We are happy to be here during this lovely holiday season. So last night, the Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 27 to 17. It was not a good night offensively. Really wasn't a good night at all for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben, 170 passing yards, a touchdown and interception. He was sacked once. He had issue throwing the ball over 10 yards. And after the game, Big Ben was asked, do you feel all right? <laughs> I don't think anybody uh, that plays this game uh, in, in at any level, um, you know, at any position, I should say, uh, whether it's week one or week 16, feels 100%. So, uh, no, I would say that I don't feel 100%. But um, I, I would say that the, I'm not consistent enough, um, which affects the offense because the ball's in my end every play. Yeah, that's true. Not consistent enough. That's a good way to put it. Uh, let's go to the Shell Pennzoil performance line, and we are joined by Dan Graziano. He's our ESPN NFL insider. You can follow him on Twitter at Dan Graziano ESPN and get more from Dan on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. Dan, good morning to you. So last night's game, I'm just going to keep it 100% real and ask you this question. What happened to Big Ben last night and that Steelers performance? There are significant problems. Look, they've looked bad for a while. Remember that Wednesday afternoon game where they beat Baltimore? Baltimore had to start RG3 and replace him with Trace McSorley. After that game, Tomlin was upset with the way his team looked, and he was right. They've lost three in a row since. So uh, there are trouble spots and warning signs that have been sort of blaring at us for a while I do every every week on Sunday night, Monday morning. I do an overreactions column for ESPN.com, where we pick an overreact or a statement, say whether it's an overreaction or not. Last week, after they lost to Buffalo, I was talking with my editor. I said, "I want to do one that says the Steelers won't win another game because they look they look like." And then we looked and we said, "Oh, they're playing the Bengals next week, so we can't do that one." Well, they lost to the Bengals, <laughs> so now I'm wondering. <laughs> If maybe uh, we've seen the the last Steelers win of the year. Certainly, you look ahead to a, a very good Colts team coming in to play them next week, and then assuming the Browns beat the Jets, if the Steelers lose to the Colts, they got to play the Browns in Week 17 for the division title. And so they're they're in the playoffs, but they haven't clinched the division yet. May not, and they're going. They have a chance to be going into the playoffs on a losing streak. And you know, you heard Ryan Clark there. Uh, serious concerns from a former Steeler about this team's chances. So Dan, as I look back at what went wrong for the Steelers last night, I, I start and I end with really Ben Roethlisberger. And you can you can talk about the offense line. You can talk about the lack of a run game. Defense starting to look a little suspect, most especially with Bud Dupree no longer being on the roster after getting hurt in that Ravens game back on December 2nd. But with Big Ben, there are problems. And knowing that, how would you move forward going into next year? Do you keep Big Ben as your quarterback, or do you move on there? Well, people need to understand, I mean, keep Big Ben as your quarterback is not uh, a simple open-and-shut question because – if he's on the team next year, and if they don't extend his contract further, he's signed through 2021, his salary cap cost next year is $41.25 million. In a year where the cap is almost certain to drop significantly from where it is this year because of COVID-related revenue losses, uh, they're going to be carrying a $41-plus cap charge for a quarterback who is not playing well right now. So they have a very difficult decision to make. If Ben Roethlisberger does want to play another year, as Adam Schefter reported yesterday he does, 
they have to decide whether they can carry that number, which would mean a lot of difficult choices across the rest of the roster, making it probably a worse team for Ben, or whether they actually can extend him into the future and carry him uh, carry his contract for another couple of years just as a means of getting that salary cap number down. So I think personally, it will be very, very difficult for the Steelers to bring, to bring Ben Roethlisberger back as their starting quarterback next year without either sacrificing the quality of the rest of the 2021 roster or significantly hurting themselves against the cap in future years. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's move on to the New Orleans Saints here. Drew Brees, clearly another quarterback that says he's not 100%, and I think we could all see that with our own two eyes when they played the Chiefs on Sunday. So he decides to start. He decides to play. They have a quick turnaround. The Saints have to face the Vikings now on Christmas Day. Two questions here. What is going on with the quarterback situation in the Saints? And do you think Drew Brees should start again against the Vikings? And do you think it was the right decision to insert him? Yeah, I look, I mean, if he's, if he's able to play, then he's able to play. I mean, we saw the long pass down the sideline to Emmanuel Sanders. It's not as if you know, his physical limitations were the reason they lost that game. The reason they lost that game is because Patrick Mahomes was playing quarterback for the other team. I actually thought the Saints played pretty well in that game, uh, particularly on defense, which sounds weird uh, considering how many points they gave up, but they, you know, they made them work for it. So, look, I, I mean, if, if the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl this year and they're not going to have Drew Brees, I, I kind of wonder what's the point, right? Like the whole, they're running it back with the same team every year to try and win one more before Brees is done. So he's their best option. The, yes, they went 3-1 and one with Taysom Hill, but I don't think you can expect to win playoff games right now with that as your, as your offense. I think they need Brees. They need him to be at his best. And I think they expected him to be a little bit rusty on Sunday after missing four games. And the hope, of course, is that it was just rust and that he only improves going forward, only feels better physically going forward, and only plays better going forward. And I think they have reason to, to, to hope that that's the case. Shay, I understand we got Dan on here and you want to get your money's worth, but I think you literally asked him four questions within one before you got to him. Dan did a great job of answering them all there. Uh, (laughs) But I do want to play off my my wife's brilliant mind here and a great point she made talking about Tampa, the Bucs, and Tom Brady. And she said, you know, coming out in the first half that this Bucs offense didn't look good and it's because of Coach Arians and his scheme going in. You allow Tom Brady to have the keys – Second half looks wildly different. They cruise to that win over the Falcons, and that offense looks great as Brady goes for over 300 yards. So what do you make, Dan, of the difference in the first half offensively for the Bucs as opposed to the second half? I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a team that even this late, week 15 now moving into week 16, is a team that's still figuring itself out. And I don't think that should be surprising. There was no off-season, there was no off-season program. Training camp was, was effectively virtual for most, you know, for most of it. If you had a bunch of new stuff this year, you were going to be behind the eight ball uh, with regard to your ability to, to contend this year. We'll look at, look at the Chiefs bring everybody back. They're fine. The Saints bring everybody back. They look good. You know, teams like the Bucks that bring in a new quarterback, even if it's Tom Brady, you know, he's got to get used to the coach. The coach has to get used to him. There's receivers have to get on the same page with him. They haven't all been healthy. I, I think the Bucks are the team that we probably should have expected them to be all along. They're good. They're a playoff team. I don't think they've shown enough consistency for you to have faith that they can make a Super Bowl run this year. Maybe next year, if they bring everybody back, they look better. But uh, yeah, I think they're 
Yeah, they're a good team that still isn't necessarily sure what its identity is. And I know last week Bruce Arians said, our identity is we can do anything we want to do. I thought that was an interesting choice that they made to not (laughs) score in the first half uh, and then come back in the second half. But you're not going to be playing the Falcons and their uh, permissive second-half defense come playoff time. No doubt. All right, Dan Graziano, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. We'll catch up with you soon. Happy holidays. Thanks. Same to you guys. Thank you. And that is the perfect transition. I don't trust Tom Brady in the playoffs for this exact reason. But is it B.A. or B.S.? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. They're like the throwback jams sometimes just make me the happiest. It's early, you know? You need a little good wake up. So Yates does on a beatbox. Remember you when you know. could have like the radio wake you up or like a song? Now it's those awful chimes that you haunt could, me in my sleep. You could have a, a song wake you up. Okay. Listen. Let's call you what you are. You are not tech savvy, and you think you're. You think I, one of us is going to yeah, figure both of us out? Yeah, figure that out. But There's I, I'm no sure way. You, you can have a little drop. What would you want to wake up to? This would be nice. You do rule. The, you rule the court of household. That, uh, I want to be reminded every enough? morning. You I want to be reminded. You drive the show here. Rule in the world. You got the world. I mean, you you have the world. That's what I'm saying. That's why I want to wake up to songs like this every single day. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN Two. Sirius XM Channel 80 and on all your smart speakers. My name's Shay Cornette. He is Jordan Cornette. We're filling in over the next couple of days. Keyshawn J. Will Zoom in presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests appear via the Shell Pennzoil performance line. So we're asking the Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin Nation, which NFL quarterback do you trust in the playoff? At Nick Rice 21 just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed and said, I'm trusting the quarterback who's never lost by more than one possession in his career, rallied his team from multiple deficits, Last postseason, it has beaten more playoff teams this year than any other quarterback, and that would be Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Now you that sh- is a pretty you, obvious answer. You should I think. find this question offensive, then, given your power ranking. Okay, so here are my power rankings the top five quarterbacks that I trust in well, the can playoffs. We, can we give criti- criteria? Yes. Can I set the criteria here, or do you want. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Set the criteria. No, go ahead. I'm just going to say it, it's involving what their team has on both sides of the football what that player has done this season, yep. and you can dig back into the rear view what they've done in their past that leads you to believe that, but you have to factor in everything that their team possesses at this point that will allow you to gauge how much trust you have with them going into the postseason. 
True. Okay. Thank you. That was good that you did that. Okay. So the top five quarterbacks in the order that I trust them in the playoffs this year, I would do Aaron Rodgers at number one. Wow. Okay. I would put Patrick Mahomes at number two. And I have good reasons why. And you might agree with me. I would put Josh Allen cautiously at number three. Wow. Never won a postseason game. I would put Drew Brees at number four. And I would put Russell Wilson at number five. Jordan? Y'all let her put Drew Brees on this. Yo, your list, and then we'll discuss. Babe. Go. Babe. Go. Wow. All right. I'm going to try and pick up the slack here. Uh, You lost a little credibility with number four on your list. Patrick Mahomes, number one. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Yeah, I'm going Josh Allen, three, two. I don't care if he's never won in the postseason. I'm living in the right now. I feel you. You heard Matt Hasselbeck earlier this week. He said there's no difference between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he said there's no difference. I love both Hasselbeck brothers. Uh, I I can't go that far. But I got Josh Allen at three. The GOAT at four, Tom Brady. Uh, And it's because of a myriad of reasons, not just who Tom is and what he can be in the postseason. He's at four. Then I got Russ. Let my man cook. I think he's back on track. I feel really good about what Russell Wilson can do in postseason football. I'm going to have a hard time betting against him. He should hope I bet against him because that means they'll win, given my last few plays. But I got Russell Wilson at five. Okay, so if you want to join in on the conversation, give us the quarterback that you trust most in the playoffs. Maybe let's go outside of Mahomes and Rodgers. If you want to throw those two in and make a case, go for it. But Outside of Mahomes and Rodgers, just for argument's sake, the Dr. Pepper call in line is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Which quarterback this year do you trust the most in the playoffs? Now, let's start with this gripe because you looked at me sideways when I put Drew Brees instead of Tom Brady in my top five. Who beat Tom Brady twice this year? Go on. Who beat Tom Brady twice this year? There, there, that would be Drew Brees. There's five so teams will, that have, there's five teams no, no, that have no. beat him. In his division and in, in two I think of the, the most. I think the Saints defense beat him, but go ahead. No, Okay. Okay, come on. I'm just saying, who looked better in those two games? That would be Drew Brees. So I'm going to put Drew Brees in my top five. And I am a Tom Brady believer, fan, all of the above. If you heard me earlier, I was beating his drum. But here, this year, in the scenario he's given with a new coaching staff and all the rest, I am putting Drew Brees in my top five and not Tom Brady. Not only because of Brady, but also because of that entire team. And I would put Rodgers at number one ahead of Mahomes. And I get it. Mahomes is hot right now. I understand he's a reigning Super Bowl champ. I get all of these things. Rodgers right now leads the league in passer rating, which, if you know, is the best indicator in the National Football League of a quarterback's effectiveness. What's important in the playoffs? Effectiveness. He also leads the league, Aaron Rodgers does, in touchdown passes. Not Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers does. He has a league-low four interceptions this season. Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions in the last game. He's definitely vulnerable. I'm not as mad at you, and I think that's an interesting conversation. Hold on. And Aaron Rodgers is 12 years older than Patrick Mahomes and has the same number of rings on his hand. You don't think he's seen more defenses and seen more in the postseason than Mahomes have? I'm just saying this year, who do I trust more? That would be Aaron Rodgers. And then if you want to say what's around him, what's around him, do you know that Robert Toyin leads all tight ends with 10 touchdown catches? Do you know that? Shay, I'm not going to argue unless, can I jump in here? I mean, the rope's going really fast as we're jumping here. I'm just going to try and step in for a quick second. I don't have much of an issue with you, Mahomes and Rodgers, back and forth because you can't go wrong with either. The only separation for me is if Mahomes and his weapons, he, he does have more weapons. And yeah, they don't have much of a run game there in Kansas City. I get it. They won the Super Bowl last year with the 24th ranked rushing attack. They don't need it. That's how good Patrick Mahomes is. You can make the same case for Aaron Rodgers. That's why I don't have issue with number one and two. 
Give me either one and say, go out there and win for me. And I got high faith in it. And those are the only two quarterbacks in the NFL, and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, where you say, give them the football game on the line. I go, I just want to sit back with the popcorn and watch because they're going to deliver. So no issue there. At three, I love that we're in unison on this one. I love that we both agree that Josh Allen in the right now makes us feel like he can do anything. He he disappeared, not disappeared, he fell off the MVP wagon a little bit for a two-game stretch there. He's all the way back right now. He's a dual-threat guy. He has a locomotive when he tucks that thing and runs. He's throwing with accuracy, which is something he was not doing last year. Confidence soaring through the roof. Him and Sean McDermott are on the same page. It is fun to watch. Enter Stefan Diggs to the chat. How much has he helped there in Buffalo with all of it? Immensely. So I like that at three. Who'd you have it for again? Drew Brees, who has beat Tom Brady twice So you're year. telling me, after what you watch from Drew Brees coming back with however many ribs he has healthy left now, and watching how he throws the football, uh, questions with his arm, questions with his ability, best football clearly behind him, you saw with Tom Brady, I don't care if it was against a four-win Falcons defense. You saw what Tom Brady did this past weekend. You saw what Drew Brees did this past weekend. Yep. And you picked who? I picked Drew So Brees. you know what? Some of your friends are right. Maybe you do pick the wrong man sometimes <laughs> in your life. I don't know, but what I do know is this. If you put Tom Brady next to Drew Brees and have the audacity to pick Drew Brees... I, too, question your decision-making. I have seen head-to-heads. I mean, I don't understand what you're even getting at. Does Drew Brees look 100% healthy after the Chiefs game? Please no. make this a poll. I, she's not going to listen to no. me. No. Let the public get after her on Twitter. No, he doesn't. But send do the, I think he's going to be healthier in the weeks one. to come? Of course he is. His ribs will heal. His lungs are going to heal. He clearly can play he right now. He's going to get when, better. When he, he was healthy, Drew Brees didn't have it. The arm is not what it used to be. Okay, didn't wasn't this not only about the quarterback, but the weapons around him? Who do True. we trust more in the playoffs? True. Do you trust Sean Payton more or Bruce Arians at this point? This now, goes with the quarterback. See, this, is, this is a good question. The GOAT is still enough to overcome Bruce Arians. Drew Brees is not good enough to overcome his body failing him. And Michael Thomas, I, we don't know what Michael Thomas could be for this team when he's on a roster, whatever. They didn't look good without him. That's without question. The defense props up Drew Brees a little bit more. But I still want to bring it back to the quarterback. Ultimately, it still has to have a lot of quarterback okay, feel. Fine. And that's where uh, Drew Brees just ain't there with Tom Brady. At number five, who did you have at number five? Russ, same as you. Russell. Okay, Russell Wilson. Let him cook. Are we disrespecting Russ a little bit here? No, I'm absolutely not. They won by five points against the Washington football team who threw the ball way too many times with Dwayne Haskins under center. No. I am only picking Russell Wilson because he's Russell Wilson. That's it. Uh, unlike the rest of these quarterbacks, I am not factoring in who he has around him, his defense, the play calling from his head coach, etc. I am only putting Russell Wilson in this top five list because of who he is and who Russell Wilson is and how I have seen him take over games, take over series, and actually win them by himself. That's the only reason he's in this top only five. Only generated 20 points, but against the Washington defense, that is one of the best in the NFL. I mean, sure. that's, that's why they've gotten to the point where right now, the, they've got a great shot to win this NFC East. It's been only because of the defense. Yeah. Russell Wilson came out soaring out of the gates. He's come back down to reality a little bit, but yet still, Russell Wilson in postseason football, um, with what that organization does offensively, but again, another defense that is that is a failing defense, but in the last few games has shown to be a team that can be competent defensively and get back to never at this point, the, the Seahawks defense of old with the Legion of Boom, but decent enough to allow Russell to go out there and win games. And I do think 
when it hits postseason time, Russell Wilson could still deliver. Who, if you could throw one more on a list, would you like? I would throw Brady. I have Brady at six. I mean, I think that's obvious. I'd throw Brady in the top five, but I just can't put him in there yet. We do have some calls on this, though. Let's go to Cincinnati first. I'm just trying to make you happy. We'll go to Mike in Cincinnati. He says Tom Brady should be on the list. Go ahead. What do you got, Mike? Yeah, Brady's got to be on the list, man. He's a left-handed quarterback. His whole right hand is full up a Super Bowl ring. He's got more experience than all five of them guys. <laughs> Let him know. Let them know, Mike. Breeze over Brady just ain't going to work for me. I'm from, I'm from the Boston area. You can't let it happen. Yeah, you can't, Shay. Yeah. It's just you can't you can't defend putting Drew Breeze ahead of Tom Brady. You yeah, just can't. I did. I already did. If, so I actually If you can, guys can find a did, caller so. out there, if you can find a caller out there that's going to call in and say that Drew Brees is better than Tom Brady in this now, moment. Now, come on. It's not only about being better. I, who do you trust more in the playoffs? This year, I trust Drew Brees more in the playoffs this than is, Tom this Brady. This has thrown don't me completely because the number one thing in your life is is trust. And, and I don't know what the what the <laughs> what the meaning of trust now is to you if you're going Drew Brees over Tom Brady at this point. I it's just, the company you keep, Jordan. You know you've got some friends you go out with sometimes, and I'm like, eh. Not trusting him so much tonight. I don't know about this. Name names. Who are no. you talking about? And then there's other guys where I'm like, stay for a week. I could care less. In this situation, I trust Drew Brees because of the company he keeps around him. Tom Brady this year, I'm not so sure. Tom Brady just came off an incredible second half. He did, but I against the Falcons, I understand against the, the Falcons, Falcons, and I'm questioning his head coach's decision. His defense has been suspect. Like, come on, I don't trust the guys around him. If you, I'm just waiting for you to put Mitchell Trubisky on the list now. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Just waiting to see what happens. A drunk this morning. Give me another caller. All right, Lamar in Tennessee. I'm going to him because neither of us have Ryan Tannehill in our top five, and Lamar in Tennessee says, "Yo, Ryan Tannehill should be in that top five. I don't see how Ryan Tannehill is in, in that 24 games since he took over for the Titans. His completion rate is over Patrick Mahomes. His QB rating is over Patrick Mahomes. He threw more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. I think we even have the number one offense in the league right now. He got two great receivers, a running back. I mean, I just don't know how you leave that guy out. All right, I'm a big Titan. 31 fan. touchdowns, five interceptions. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Ryan Tannehill. I, 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 I am mad and at him I'm a big it. fan of this Titans team. I just I haven't seen enough from Ryan Tannehill, which is crazy to say because like what did they do last year? They went out and won and they beat the Ravens and and he's still got a guy like Derrick Henry. So if he's not feeling, he can just hand the ball whatever, and he makes good decisions with the football. But top, he's not like a to me. He's not one of the greats yet. But he's got Derrick Henry there who leads the way, and they play off each other beautifully. We saw it in the postseason last year. Led to him getting paid. Uh, both of them this past year. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill has had a, uh, has had another really good year. I think he got snubbed on the Pro Bowl this year too. But I mean, who and really- Lamar makes a good point. The Titans are second in the league in total yards as far as offensively goes because I mean, it's no- it's it's balanced, and that's what you want if you're going to pick an offense and, and try to ultimately have faith in a quarterback. You want one who has balance, who has who has playmakers on the perimeter, a good running game, and a quarterback who can go out there and make things happen. If it comes down to, hey, we're behind, go win the game. Ryan Tannehill can do that. I think I'd probably put Ryan Tannehill at six. So I'm not mad at that caller. I like that. Here's, I guess, when I look at these lists that we both have, what do we have in common that all these guys can sling it, right? Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, Brees, no, Brady, that's Wilson. not what we all have in common. Drew Brees cannot sling it anymore. Jordan, when it push comes to shove, if you need to, if you need Drew Brees, and we we both talked about Big Ben, he's nowhere even close to this list, especially after last night, but if you 
relied on Drew Brees to throw a cannon downfield at one point in the game, yes. Can he do it the way Mahomes or Rodgers or Allen could do it right now? No. But I wouldn't count today? Maybe not. Maybe because his 11 ribs aren't healed. Like, let's cut him some slack here. But in a week or two, yes, I think he could do that. Ryan Tannehill relies on the run, as he should. That is what the Titans' bread and butter is. They rely on the run. That's who they are. They are who we thought they were. So that's probably why we don't think to go to Tannehill right away. Tom Brady will be playing high-level football next year for the Bucks and have them in a position to be very relevant again next year. Can you say the same about Drew Brees? And why can't you say the same about Drew Brees? I don't know if Drew Brees is coming back next year. And why is that? Because he's old. <laughs> because, he's, because, he doesn't have, because he doesn't have it anymore, and it's time to hang you, you know, you are calling these old QBs out left and right this morning. Big Ben doesn't have it, and Drew Brees doesn't have it. I like to see you go out and sling a football. Well, if that's going to be the baseline <laughs> for the conversation, then <laughs> I, might God, as well show myself, critical. I might as well show myself the door right now at this point. <laughs> it's just Drew Brees is one of the all-time greats. It goes without saying. But Drew Brees is now at this point no longer the guy that he was. I just can't wait. Cannot wait for Jameis Winston to get his shot there in New Orleans. I cannot wait for the moment. Redemption. Let's mark this down when Jordan says the Bucs are going to go further than the Saints are in the Super Bowl. Let's mark this all down because that's essentially what he's saying. All right, we do have more callers on this subject. The question is, which quarterback do you trust in the playoffs? Would you like to give the criteria one more time? Well, criteria is it's somewhat all-encompassing. Ultimately, what it comes down to is in this very moment, with the quarterbacks that have a chance to be in the postseason right now, who do you have the most faith in? And you have to factor in uh, the health of the roster, the weapons that they have, the performance they've had this season at quarterback, the coaching staff, what their defense is able to do, and heck, you can go down and pass history and say, I've seen what this person's done, and that somewhat factors into my decision. That's fair, okay. too. All right, good. So keeping all those things in mind, let's go to Twin in Brooklyn. He says Rodgers should not be in the top five. Are you drinking this morning, Twin? From the BK? Hey, how you doing? It's Twain. 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 Let me say this. Twain, what's up? Let me say this. I'm going to tell you why I say Rodgers is not in the top five. First of all, look at the records. The teams that they play with winning records, he has in the top team, against Tom Brady, he lost 38-10 to this year. He played against the uh, Vikings, he lost 28-22. to uh, against another top team, he lost. Where is it at? Hold up. Hold up. Against the Saints, they did beat Drew Brees. They did definitely beat Drew Brees. He saw 30, uh, well, the Colts. Oh, okay, so, Twain, what's your 30, criteria? Oh, they have to be undefeated in order for you to trust them? I mean, there's no, all no, these quarterbacks I'm, have well, had losses. You, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, in the big games against um, competitive quarterbacks, he's never showed up his whole career. That's why he only has one Super Bowl. Ah, oh, Twain, Twain. Come on, man. He's having an MVP caliber season. He was probably in the driver's seat until very recently. You're going to tell me one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game who's playing at the highest level of his career or at that same spot. That's about the playoffs, correct? What has, what has his playoff career been? Well, he's won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, you're talking about, okay. a, you're talking about a guy that's won a Super Bowl in a postseason. Yes. You're not going to have any trust there? Yes. I, I didn't say I don't have trust. I said Aaron Rodgers is not number one. So, I said Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. I go with Russell Wilson. I go with this guy. Y'all guys didn't put this guy in there, but he's having a good, pretty decent season over there. Philip Rivers okay. and Ryan Tannehill. So wait a second. You have issue with what Aaron Rodgers has done in the postseason, but yet you're putting yeah. Philip Rivers? 
Tell me about Philip Rivers' postseason. Well, now, here, 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 here's the other question you asked in the criteria. Philip Rivers this season with the Colts have a better team than he ever had in San Diego. True. Yeah, and that's what, that's why I would consider Philip Rivers, but I would not take him that's over okay. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That's a totally different that argument. It is a different argument, but he does bring up a good point. Neither of us have mentioned Philip Rivers yet. Josh is in Wichita, Kansas, and he says Philip Rivers should be in the top five, actually, and he's probably going to dog me for this, ahead of Drew Brees. What do you got, Josh? Well, you got to think, like, okay, Super Bowls isn't everything in the world. You can win it. You can win the playoffs and still not make it to the Super Bowl. Think about Philip Rivers. All the years that he's stunk up in San Diego slash uh, L.A. and you got a caliber that you know he's got the momentum because Drew Brees. All the guys that you've mentioned now all have won Super Bowl. That, that means nothing on their resume. Just it's, it's a regular season MVP. It doesn't mean the war, I mean the Super Bowl MVP. It matters about how they perform in the regular season. And Drew Brees, he missed games. I mean, he he didn't feel one hundred percent coming in that game. I think they should have. If they would have, they should have started Jameis with somebody. Got put on COVID right before the game. Right, right. And put in Drew Brees in the back of field, so that way they can actually try and beat the Chiefs, my Chiefs. I think. I think if they would have started Jameis Winston, if he was on COVID list. Then it would be a completely different game. So it was okay. a good battle. Don't don't get me wrong. It was a good battle, but I think if they would have started Jameis Winston, right, it was a great battle. And I think we're know. I think we're going to see more from Jameis Winston later down the road from the Saints. However, let's go back to the Philip Rivers conversation because neither of us have mentioned him. So it's like Ryan. So for me, I have Brady at at at, at six. You had who did you have at six? Uh, I would uh, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Fine. So you have Ryan Tannehill on the outside looking in, and then Philip Rivers is is someone you could argue. Here's what I'll say about Philip Rivers, and I've been saying this all year. Jordan's sick of me saying this, but I'm just going to say it again. He's the type of quarterback with this Colts team that they live and die by him. Meaning, he throws turnovers, or I mean, he throws interceptions. He doesn't look sharp. He's not on his game. The whole team struggles, defense included. And I know they're two different sides of the ball. Please, I understand that. I'm just saying that is the way it is structured. There are teams that feed off their defense. This team feeds off their quarterback. When he's not good, they're not good. And while I like Phillip Rivers, when he's playing well and he utilizes the ball in the proper way and they're balanced on offense, when he's not playing well, it's a horrendous team. And that's that's kind of when we're talking trust, why I can't put Rivers in there? Because, yes, at the end of the day, you brought in – Philip Rivers for this exact reason. You needed someone not to be great at the quarterback position. You needed somebody to be competent, somebody who understood what they needed at the position, and somebody who could kind of manage the ship because it was loaded. And that's why I like the Colts coming into the season. The ship. Got it. <laughs> what, what do you think? Of- <laughs> I heard that again with the, the My morning point is, thing. This <laughs> is the best the it could have possibly gone for this, for this uh, Colts team. Uh, you, you brought in the guy who came in and looked really shaky at the beginning. And questions of, hello, is, they lost to the Jags. Is Rivers going to mess this thing up? And all he's done since then, he's, he's thrown for over 3,500 yeah. yards. Uh, the, the the touchdown to turnover ratio is above 2 to 1. Uh, he's thrown for over 20, 20 uh, touchdowns, and he's limited to single-digit interceptions at this point. That's a win. And, oh, by the way, this team is at 10-4 and four and is playing very meaningful football in a position to maybe win their division. This has been great. Moving forward for the Colts, I, it's probably not Phillip Rivers. It could be for another year. It could. But for this year, this has worked beautifully. But I still don't trust him in the postseason. I can't. But I can put him close up there, maybe seven or eight. 
because of the fact that Jonathan Taylor's been great in the backfield, we know what that offensive line is, we know the chemistry that Rivers has developed with those receivers, and I respect that coaching staff. And oh, by the way, the defense, one of the best in the league. If you don't know, Jordan's very high on the Colts. Okay, let's Who's throw that not? out there. I know, but you have been like it's, beating the Colts it's drum. It's me and you back I and mean, forth with geez. the Titans and the Colts in that I division. Know. I know we both went to out. school in the state of Indiana, but I mean, you were all in on the Colts train. All right, so he played with Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. So who does Jeff Saturday trust more in the playoffs? Speaking of Colts. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Subin, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, we are Shay and Jordan Cornette filling in for the next few days. We are happy to do so. And right now we're going to go to that Shell Pennzoil performance line, and that is where Jeff Saturday is. He's their ESPN NFL analyst. Uh, he's a six-time Pro Bowler. I don't need to list all Super of the Bowl stats. Champ, so, yeah, Super Bowl he champ. Knows what we it could takes. go on and on. <laughs> so because of all of these statistics, Jeff Saturday, we've been talking a lot this morning about the top five quarterbacks this year, given the team they're on, the coaching staff they have, the weapons around them, et cetera. Who do you trust the most in the playoffs? We listed our top five. We're interested to hear who you trust the most. I, I know Mahomes is on this list. Heading Outside into the of playoffs. Mahomes and Rodgers, I'd be curious from Jeff. Right, That's... he played with Rodgers. Okay. Go on, Jeff, what you got? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would, I, your, your top two are for sure, right? They're yes. the no-brainers, whether it's Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Both those guys, uh, game on the line, you know, all the pressure, you name it, whatever it looks like. <laughs> both of those guys make me feel very comfortable. I would say after that, you know, as you begin to talk about Josh Allen, he hasn't proven it yet because of playoff football, you know, kind of the whole. But I'll tell you, man, his ability to to make plays off schedule, very similar to both the guys we just talked about. 
I, I have a lot of trust in him. He, you know, he's a big body guy. If he has to pull it down and run it, he can do it. If he has to make that throw, listen, he has made some laser, I mean, laser-like throws this season where you just stand in awe. I mean, he just put so much zip, so much conviction on it. He would probably, be, and, and it's it's scary for me to say that when you talk about Brady and Breeze both, you know, having shots at the at the playoffs because of what those guys have done. But I really like what Josh Allen has done. I've liked his progression the whole season. Uh, and, and so there is a level for me of confidence with him. I would not have told you that early in the season, right? I was like one of the last guys on the bus, <laughs> right, about Josh Allen and where he, what he has done. But, man, he has been very impressive this season. And uh, so I have, some, I have some trust and faith in him in the playoffs. All right, just because I'm petty, Shay, I got to do this. And and, and Jeff, as, as a married man, gets this one. I, I we're, we're doing this show, husband and wife, and sometimes I just like to hear that I'm right sometimes. Oh, and I hope, geez. Jeff, you can lead us to that path. And I know we're not usually supposed to do this kind of thing in radio, move on, but I can't help it. I'm working with my wife. I want to hear that I'm right every now and again. If you could pick Drew Brees or Tom Brady now and say I have trust in this one more than the other, Jeff, who are you going Remember with? Remember the criteria, Jeff. Uh, so, so are we talking Drew Brees today, like just coming off playoffs. injury, or like in three weeks? No, uh, in, three no, weeks in the playoffs. Can, can, can I tell him? No, because you're going to change weeks, the rules. Sure. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Tom Brady at this point because of the injury to Drew Brees. That that's where I'm going to go. Um, I'm not sure how fast ribs heal. I, I don't know, and I can tell you this: if that man takes another shot like he did. I mean, it just looked painful, but but uh, if the ribs are fully solidified, everything's strong, no issues, then we may have a different conversation. But coming off of that injury, punctured lung, the whole deal, man, first of all, how he played last week, it was, was you know, incredible in my opinion. Uh, but I do get concerned, especially having to go to Green Bay or some really cold place and taking those kind of shots. I'm not sure a flapjack or whatever they, they're putting on them can stop <laughs> compression if somebody lands on top. So that would be why I would have. Let me tell you, Jeff, I am doing the Charlie Woods fist pump in here, not the Tiger Woods. Woods. The Charlie Woods fist pump (laughs) in here, man. I love it. All right. Let's move on because he's had enough of his right. Uh, Last night, the Steelers, what happened? What happened, Jeff? Listen, this football team, they have they, they lack physicality. I mean, you can't run it on third and one, fourth and one, you name it. You know, you, you're not scaring anybody. I think their offensive line ranks in the bottom five in, in pass win rate and rush win rate, which does not, not bode well for an aging quarterback who you're asking to throw the ball, you know, 40, I think he's averaged 45 throws a game the last four or five games, which is just absolutely insane coming off elbow surgery and, and everything that he's gone through. And so what does that do, Shay? That brings defenses down, right? I mean, you, you know, you're seeing defenses who have no fear of the ball going over the top because they're trying to get rid of the ball so fast. I mean, Devon Bell hit on Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, Claypool is wide open behind him, but he's getting rid of the ball so fast. I mean, Bell just comes downhill and just smokes him. I mean, so so when you're looking at this, this football team, the lack of physicality, and I, and I will say this for me, over the over the past 10 years, 15 years, however long you want to go, the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, you would always talk about offensive lines, trying to protect the quarterback, establishing the run, all of those things. The Steelers are not in that conversation. And again, when you're when you're in the bottom five in both categories, uh, I would say the blame needs to begin there. I mean, did Big Ben play good last night? Absolutely not. 
but there are contributing factors, not excuses, right? Contributing factors to why this is happening to the Steelers and then being decimated on defense, that, that's the lifeblood of the football team anyway. But I, I was very disappointed. And, and listen, I heard Lewis Riddick, he talked about, you know, division games, throw out all the records and all that. Hey, you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. you got to beat the Bengals, man. I mean, I don't care if they're my division, not my division. A two-win team, a third-string quarterback, whatever else we want to talk about, we got to win that game. I mean, I don't care what division we're in. We're supposed to be better. We have to play better. They didn't get the job done. Hey, Jeff, really quick before we let you go. North Carolina, you're you're an alum. You're a proud one. Are you guys going to beat A&M in the, in the Orange Bowl? Heck yeah, we're gonna beat them, man. Hey, we're excited to be there. I think A and M might be, you know, they, they might be still upset. They didn't get the final four, whatever that is. I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's like some kind of hangover there so we can go in there and get it for recruiting, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mac is back. We got this thing. Hey, my oldest son goes there. Yes. He'll be, I mean, he, he plays football, so he'll be he's on the team. He'll be in Miami, man. I'm excited for these guys. Congratulations, Jeff. And thanks for making me seem like the smarter of the two of us. It's hard to do. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, that very much. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jeff. Appreciate that. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Hey, we'll talk to you later. You can get more of Jeff on Get Up at 8 a.m. and get more of Jeff on First Take today at 10 a.m. as well. Um, the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line is brought to you by Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. So will the Steelers win another game this year? Will they, Jordan? Yeah, I don't think so. And, and it's not a knee-jerk reaction. I, I believed when I looked at them at 11-0, and I said they are sneaking by and have been opportunistic with a weaker schedule catching bottom seller teams and beating them and then beating teams that have become competitive at their lowest. It's a team that doesn't have a run game. It, it's it, it's a team that's offensive line is, is not as intimidating as it once was. Bud Dupree not being there at the linebacker position, going all the way back to Devin Bush being out earlier, they don't wreak the same type of havoc. T.J. Watt is not as strong coming off the edge without a guy like Bud Dupree. This team is very vulnerable. They are shook. I think they're worn down from the three games in 12 days situation, and the schedule is only tougher. Colts, Browns, postseason, zero wins. Uh, it's what have you done for me lately with my husband. That's scary. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, ESPN Radio, ESPN News. More on the Steelers next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.